0: Hi, and welcome to episode one of my first podcast. It's called Steps to the Spirit. Two months ago, I wouldn't have even imagined doing a podcast, but circumstances certainly have changed, and here I am. I think for this first episode, I will tell you a little bit about myself and a little bit about what the podcast is all about. My name is Chuck. I'm 76 years old, and I live in a place called Plum Island, Massachusetts. I live here with my child bride of 43 years, Pat. Now, I call her my child bride because I always wanted to marry a younger woman, and Pat is a mere 74. So it's kind of like robbing the cradle. Also living with us is our standard schnauzer, Charlie. She is almost four years old, and you may hear Charlie voice an opinion somewhere during these episodes. As I said, I never would have thought I'd be doing a podcast now or ever So let me explain a little bit about the circumstances that led me here. I have been writing. I have three books published right now. And I've been working on my fourth book, which I consider my important book. The name of the book is the same as the name of this podcast, Steps to the Spirit. A couple of years ago, I started having vision problems in my right eye. And it turned out to be macular degeneration, which then progressed to be wet macular degeneration. We didn't really catch it too quickly. So my right eye is pretty poor as far as vision is concerned. And I don't know what the numbers are, but it's it's I can't close my left eye and function with just my right eye. Then a couple of months ago, We've been monitoring my left eye, and it's been okay. I have macular in that also, but it's been dry, and I've been taking vitamins and eye drops, etc., to try to keep it under control. But about two months ago, it turned into wet macular degeneration. Now I can no longer see my computer monitor without magnifying it like 300 times, nor can I see the keyboard. I am not a touch typist. I am a hunt and peck typist. I get along pretty quickly, but hey, go figure, right? For a writer, I should have learned to be a touch typist a long time ago, but we just never did. So that kind of puts the kibosh on writing my book. And I was at a loss for what to do next. Then somebody, somewhere, I'm not sure who, mentioned the word podcast. And I remember, I liked that show, God Friended Me, and I liked that that guy did the podcast each week. So I thought, well, I can't see, let's give this a try. My motto is, never, ever, ever give up, from Winston Churchill, and I like it, and I don't think I ever will. So that's why I'm here. We'll get a little bit more into me and my experiences later on in another episode, probably the next one. But for now, let me tell you a little bit about the subject matter of the podcast. The title is Steps to the Spirit, and I consider it having three parts. The first part is steps. When I say steps, I'm talking about the 12 steps, which were originally... uh, the basis for the Alcoholics Anonymous program and have since become guidelines for many, many self-help programs. The steps didn't just pop into somebody's creative head and then they wrote them down on paper. Uh, They were written down first by a guy named Bill W. or Bill Wilson who was one of the co-founders of Alcoholics Anonymous. A friend of his had experience with a group called the Oxford Group, who also was learning steps that they had in their group. He shared some of those steps with his friend Bill, and Bill expanded them into the 12 steps, almost as we know them today. I believe, with every fiber of my being, that these steps are spiritually given i believe they were inspired by god and given to us to help us to become closer to our spirits by the way if i mention things like the 12 steps or alcoholics anonymous or the oxford group feel free to look these things up on the the internet. We have lots of things available to us today, and I'm not going to give you citations or anything like that. I expect that you are smart enough to be able to do the research if you really want to on these things. I also want you to know that I'm not a theologian. I'm not a philosopher. I'm not a psychologist or a degreed person that, or, or even licensed in Uh, as a therapist or counselor, anything like that. I am just a guy who has fallen down a lot of times and fortunately gotten up once more than I've fallen. And I believe I owe a lot of my current happiness to discovering these steps and applying them to my life. Which brings me to the third part of the title, Spirit. Spirit. I believe that my spirit, while particular to me, is connected to the spirit of everyone in the world or universe or whoever is listening to this podcast. I strongly believe that we are all joined together on a higher level than our day-to-day lives. I found this to be true by applying these steps to my life and trying to live my life according to what they asked me to do. I think if I was going to use one word that has been valuable to me, or that has indicated that I have done something, is surrender. I finally, through the use of these steps, got to the point where I was willing to surrender the way I had been living my life. It hasn't been like surrendering in a war where I'm defeated. It's surrendering in order to win and believe me folks I sure feel like a winner today. So much so that it's very important for me to share what's happened to me with you. And that brings us to the third or the middle part of the uh, title of this show or episode is To The." So basically, I used the steps to find my way to the spirit. This wasn't an overnight process. It could happen quickly for you. It didn't happen quickly for me. Um, it took years. Even though I was familiar with the steps and I knew what they said, it was very difficult for me to apply those to my life. I guess I just didn't want to let go. But I firmly believe that if you want to become just generally more spiritual, there is an answer for you to do that in these steps. It's also not likely that you'll have what they call an aha moment, where you'll hear one sentence or one word and you'll say, oh wow, that's what I've been waiting to hear all these years and now I know what to do. I don't limit God's power, so I wouldn't say that that's not possible for it to happen to you that way, but it probably won't and it probably will take you time like it took me. This might be a good spot for a short little story that I heard about a guy who was trying to find enlightenment. He heard that if he went to this particular place in India, I guess a lot of enlightenment happens in India, he would find a guru who always sat by the side of a road. And if he found this guru, he was told he would be able to tell him how to find his enlightenment. So he searched and finally found out where the guru was and traveled there, found the road, and actually found the guru sitting by the side of the road just as it was described to him. He knelt down in front of him and said, Sir, I've heard that you can tell me the way to enlightenment. I would certainly appreciate it if you could help me. With that, The guru just lifted his arm, pointed down the road the same way this gentleman was headed, and said, Enlightenment is that way, my son, just over the hill. Wow, he thought, this is easier than I imagined. Uh, He walked along the road, over the hill. As soon as he got over the hill, there was this huge splat, knocked him for a loop, knocked him right to the ground, and really shook him up. Well, he was pretty upset and went back to where the guru was. Sir, he said, you told me to go down this road over the hill and I would find enlightenment. All I found was this big splat, and it knocked me for a loop. Am I doing something wrong? Once again, the guru raised his arm, pointed in the direction of the hill, and said, son, over that hill, was anointment. Well, the fellow thought he obviously did something wrong. He tried it again. And yet, again, the splat hit him. He even tried it one more time, went back a ways, went back over the hill, splat again. Well, went back to the guru, and he was really kind of beside himself and said, look, I want to know where I'm going to find enlightenment. You keep telling me to go over the hill, and every time I go over the hill, I get splatted. What's going on? Once again, the guru raised his arm and pointed to the hill. He said, son, enlightenment is right over that hill, just past the splat. I thought that story was kind of humorous when I first heard it, but it didn't really change my life. I It took me a while, years as a matter of fact, to realize that I wasn't going to just wake up or hear something and all of a sudden become a spiritual human being. I realized over time that it will take work on my part. And one of the end results of that work is that word again, surrender. I have not wanted to surrender because I didn't want to give up those great things that I thought were great that I had in my life, and I also knew that I would have to let go of a lot of those things to be a better spiritual person. Believe me, my friends, there was no need for me to worry because having given up some stuff, it has given me a life that is second to none. And I'm so much happier now after the surrender. So, thanks for listening to this first episode. In the next episode, I think I'll try to tell you a little bit more about myself and how I ended up being so enamored of these 12 Steps. Bye for now.